Music with a message on KFUO, the messenger of good news, proclaiming Christ for you in word and song. This is the Midday Moments program. I'm your host, Gary Duncan. It's time now for our moment of faith with Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Good afternoon, Doug. Good afternoon, Gary, and it's good to talk to you and to all of our all of our listeners. I know I have some listeners a lot further away than our radio broadcast can go, which right. is really cool. It means they're listening on the Internet. They're listening on the Internet. And if I recall last week, you want to talk about The Lord is My Shepherd. Yes. Now, The Lord is My Shepherd, of course, is the 23rd Psalm, but there have been several hymns that have been written to those lyrics. I'm going to explain to you how a psalm can become a hymn. Okay. All right. So let's tell you the story about the first version of this. I'm amazed at the story behind the writing of the Scottish Psalter, published in 1650. It began with Francis Rose, an English Puritan, who took it upon himself to translate all 150 psalms from the original Hebrew into metrical English. Uh, What he did was to compose them all into what we now call common meter. And I'll give you an example of that in just a little while. This means that we could sing each of these psalms to the same tune if we wanted to. I have a copy of this hymnal. Probably the most memorable of these psalm translations was the 23rd Psalm, and it even made it into several other hymnals too, including our own. I'm not exactly sure this is the same tune, but you get the idea. Here's here's the tune I'll be using on this one. The Lord's my shepherd, I'll not want. He makes me down to lie in pastures green. He leadeth me the quiet waters by. Amazing grace music. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But there are a bunch of other common meter tunes in the hymnal. And you can sing any of these psalms in this book to any of these tunes. Isn't that interesting? The 23rd Psalm is rather remarkable. David uses first-person pronouns, that is I, me, or my, 17 times in six verses. This is truly a psalm picturing the Lord as our shepherd and we as his sheep. In last Sunday's Gospel reading, Jesus personalized the picture of the shepherd himself, saying, I am the good shepherd, I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. But that's not just the only thing. Francis Rouse, remember, uh, published his stuff in the 17th century. Well, there was another writer who published in the 19th century. His name was Henry Williams Baker. He composed his own version of the 23rd Psalm with his hymn, The King of Love, My Shepherd Is. Does that sound familiar to you? Yes, it does. Okay. Well, interestingly enough, they, uh, they're they very close to one another inside the hymnal themselves. Uh, but at any rate, um, this is published in the second edition of Hymns Ancient and Modern in 1868. This hymnal was mostly Henry's work. He died in 1877. The second edition editor, John Ellerton, reported that the last words Baker wrote were the third verse of this great hymn. And it goes like this. Perverse and foolish oft I strayed, but yet in love he sought me, and on his shoulder gently laid, and home rejoicing brought me. 
little bit of background. What's interesting about both of these hymn stories is that each was strenuously edited after Francis Rouse and Henry Baker thought they were ready for publication, which means they wrote what they thought was the finished job, and it wasn't the finished job. <laughs> Let me tell you Rouse's story first. The General Assembly of the Church of Scotland took Rouse's translation and submitted it to revision committees. Doesn't that sound like some sort of hierarchical structure? <laughs> it sure does. These committees Committee spent- for everything, right? That's right, a committee for everything. These committees spent six years preparing the metered psalms with the original Hebrew. They worked as painstakingly as if they were creating a new translation of the Bible. The psalms were originally written in Hebrew, and when translated, they didn't typically have the rhyme or rhythm for easy singing. Well, Rouse finally won. And what we and we can see it in today's edition of the Scottish Psalter, which was mostly his stuff. Now let me talk to you about Baker, kind of an interesting guy. He first published Hymns Ancient and Modern in 1861. I don't know if you know that one or not. I'm not. A, I'm not sure if I'm familiar with that one. It's a pretty standard English hymnal in England. <laughs> Baker had worked very hard editing, changing, and deleted words to do um, what was right with this publication. He did so much of this that the hymnal was called by his uh, his, his uh, objectors H A and M, which to them meant hymns asked for and mutilated. <laughs> but once again, hymns ancient and modern is still the standard hymnal to this day, and I guess that means that Baker won. I guess so. So here's Baker's final verse to this hymn. And so through all the length of days, thy goodness faileth never. Good shepherd, may I sing thy praise within thy house forever. Now, I'm not really sure if this is common meter or not. It may very well be, which means we could probably substitute another tune that we know to this one, too. Right. <laughs> it's interesting. That's what's happened with both of these writers and the books of, and the uh, Psalms that have been translated into English and then made into hymns. Mm-hmm. Would you lead us in a prayer as we conclude this sure. segment? Lord, you gave us a hymnal in the book of Psalms. Teach us to honor what you have provided for us, and may we take these Psalms seriously and sing your praise forever. For we pray in the name of Jesus, our good shepherd, who laid down his life for us, the sheep. Amen. Amen. What are we talking about next week? Well, next week I'm going to talk about Charles Wesley. You probably heard about him. Mm -hmm. He and his brother John were basically the founders of the Methodist Church. But uh, this hymn that Charles Wesley wrote called, um, yeah, Charles Wesley wrote, And Can It Be That I Should Gain? And it basically is his testimony. And we'll tell you a little bit about the story about Charles and John Wesley and uh, how at one particular point, even though both brothers, and I think they had eight to ten other brothers, uh, all raised by a pastor and his wife, still had to wait till later on in their lives to come to a, a true faith in, uh, in Jesus Christ. And we'll talk a little bit about that next week as we explain the hymn, And Can It Be That I Should Gain? That sounds like a great plan. Look forward to that. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO.org.